This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. The state of Maryland's Court of Appeals recently ruled that rap lyrics can be used against a defendant in court. This happened after a man who was sent to jail for murder rapped a verse that included what some believe were details from the case while on a phone call in jail. Entertainment attorney Dina LaPolt recently wrote an opinion piece in Variety saying that using rap lyrics against a defendant sets a dangerous precedent. I first asked her about the backstory behind this case. Well, the case was uh, revolved around a, a January 2017 uh, murder of this guy, George Forrester, who was shot by a drug dealer after he attempted to buy cocaine with a counterfeit bill. Based on a single witness's identification, Lawrence Montag was indicted for his murder. And three weeks before the trial, Montag used a, a jailhouse telephone to record a rap verse, which was then uploaded to Instagram. And at his trial, the state of Maryland introduced that as evidence against him. And he was convicted and sentenced to a combined uh, 50 years for second degree murder and a use of a firearm in a crime. The reason why this is so problematic is because it's very it could be used in other cases in other jurisdictions and other states and we can't have this you know there's been a lot of studies that have this stereotype cause of misrepresentation of rap music so using lyrics like this against uh defendants would just be very harmful because it's art like you people need to be free to to do to have their art whether it's painting or singing or creating statues or rap lyrics or country music, this is art. So, you know, there was a study, by the way, Emily, it's called Imagining Violent Criminals, an Experimental Investigation of Music Stereotypes and Character Judgments. Uh, It was done by Adam Dunbar and Chris Kubrin. And basically what it said is that It considered how people would respond to a song's author when they were presented the lyrics they believed were rap, country, or heavy metal. And the lyrics were the same for everybody. But in the study, it was found that those who write violent rap lyrics are more easily associated with crime and violence than those who are writing identical violent lyrics labeled in different musical genres, such as country. So this is not something that is unique. Like this is this is definitely stereotype and, it, and it's not good. And so in this specific case with the state of Maryland, so, you know, again, when we're refer- referring to that, the la- rap lyrics, again, it was based on a recording that was in a jail. And I, I believe some of the lyrics, you know, brought up a specific kind of gun, you know, an ambulance showing up. Um, but specific to this case, this is just talking about using rap lyrics and rap lyrics alone. Yeah, because you don't see this in other genres. Like, consider country music, which is what I referenced in my article. Like rap music, it often depicts sex, drug, or alcohol abuse, poverty, definitely violence. Um, in the murder ballad, which is a, a can be traced back to centuries, has always had a prominent place in country music, thanks to artists like Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, and many others. Gonna be a lot of kinfolk squalling and a grieving Cause that seat of town gal ain't breathing My brother's rifle went off in my hand 
A shot rang out across the land The horse he kept running, the rider was dead I hung my head, I hung my head She followed him out as he saddled the stallion And laughed as she grabbed at the bay He shot at her so quick, they had no time to warn her She never heard anyone say But people tend to have very different responses to country music. You know, this has been studied time and time again. So researchers find that participants that deem the exact same lyrics to be more offensive when it's hip-hop or rap as opposed to a genre like country or rock. And I know I've, I've in, in the past interviewed a member of the West Memphis Three. Um, they were a group of boys who were convicted of murder and have since been exonerated. And I know during their trial, you know, this topic of like being Satanist came up. And then one of the, the members of this group, a diary entry by them where they quoted a Metallica lyric was used against them in court. And so I'm just thinking generally, how often do, you know, music or song lyrics come up in court against a defendant? Well, it comes up from time to time, okay? But never has it been to this magnitude where you have a a court, um, the highest court in that state, the Maryland Court of Appeals. This is it. It can't go any further, okay? So this is a this is a problem, and it does come up. I mean, I would say every year or two, I'm signing on to some kind of amicus brief or petition to try and shoot these things down. Uh, it's just dangerous. You know, people need to be able to um, talk, you know, to you to do their art, to perform their art, to write lyrics. I mean, this is the whole thing of, you know, how um, rap music came about to begin with, is that it is often a response to some really dire, dire situations. And whether you have a rapper that, that puts himself or herself as a, as a fictitious character or talks about something in their neighborhood that is, that's very prominent. Like you can't use these lyrics against them. Like example is Eminem, right? He, he's written multiple diss tracks where he's verbally attacked people outside the music industry. One of his very famous songs, 97 Clyde, Connie and Clyde, he raps about killing his wife in significant detail. But don't worry, daddy made a nice bed for mommy at the bottom of the lake. Here, you want to help daddy tie a rope around this rock? Yeah. We'll tie it to a footsie, then we'll roll her off the dock. Ready now? Here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Whee! Now, it's pretty clearly understood that Eminem has neither been accused of killing his wife or even attempted to kill his wife. But like, you know, I said... I feel like when it comes to black artists and it's hip hop and rap, they're treated much, much differently. Yeah. So, I mean, what would you like to see moving forward when it comes to the use of lyrics, especially rap lyrics in court? Well, I just don't think that it should be you. It should not be admissible. Like there's got to be something. This is I've got a lot of calls out to some of my uh, legal colleagues you know, that specifically litigate because there have, we have to do something. I mean, 
if all of a sudden every black artist is afraid that everything that they rap about can be used against them if they were ever charged with a crime is very scary. Well, I've been speaking with music attorney Dina Lapolt. Her recent opinion piece in Variety is called Rap Lyrics Now Admissible as Court Evidence, a Dangerous Precedent. Thank you so much for chatting today. Thanks, Emily. Have a great day. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.